Welcome to Radio Loud. I'm your best and first host, Sean Sullivan. Here with me is... Stefan Weber. Stanky. Daddy. Sorry, I missed missed Stefan. And uh, we got... uh, Who do we have with us? (laughs) There it is. You know who I am. Yep. Too afraid to say her own name. It's Emily. Sorry, I'm playing with the pussy. Put it on a pedestal. Put it out of reach. We have a podcast to do. It's an important business thing. Important business. So how was everybody's week? What a fucking week. Yeah? Yeah. You sound tired. You sound stressed. You sound Not drawn. me. I would, dude, I was tired last week. Everybody who I knew let, listened to it was like, dude, you sound fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you sound ugly, Doug. Yeah, last week was a doozy. Yeah, all three of us had kind of uh, taken a hit the prior night, so... uh Last week was a low-energy podcast. It was an ASMR, listen-to-while-you-go-to-sleep podcast. I still I still liked it. God damn it, Cat! Look at this motherfucker. He's lost. Don't he's trying to get through the curtains. He just Dude, can't he's been it. hawking. Well, we're fighting each other through the curtain. He's been trying to hawk something up. He can't quite just get out of his lungs, man. He's just been like... Hawk, yeah, a little hawk, bit of back-of-the-throat action. Yeah. Hawk, and just keeps doing it. Like It'll be at the beginning of the... Like morning, I'll just be like yeah. coming to it and he'll just be, huh, 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 huh. It's just nothing. I'm just like, dude, buddy, you okay? Just I'm dry heaving for hours. I'm fucking have to take it. Yeah, it's like. Someone, that reminds me of January 1st. Is that your first time you got a deep throat? No, it's just the day after <laughs> New Year's Eve where you're puking a lot because. Oh. You're, you know, suffered from a minor case of alcohol poisoning. Dude, I was mm-hmm. like super sick this last. um last uh new year's eve oh for real like i was like vomiting but i wasn't like drunk vomiting i was just like i had like a one day bug that sucks got like the chills and shit i was throwing up hmm nar nar i was the first person to fall asleep at uh this year's new year's yeah you really? can't imagine why <laughs> really yeah. after after m's birthday party can't imagine why <laughs> yeah i mean you know you just uh you hit the bottle hard you hit it quick take a nap yeah, no, you don't do that. Oh, well, that's what I did. You're not supposed to, to do To be that. fair, it was like 2 a.m. Like, fuck you. Like, this is the time when normal people are asleep. Like, what happens after 2 a.m.? Somebody yeah, calls their I mean, cocaine dealer. Like, like, fuck that. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, they stayed up until 4, and yeah, you knocked out. Around 2, yeah. And like, yeah. I went to bed. Like, fuck that. That's that's fine. Yeah. Like, I like I mean, like, bed. we were just having some drinks, playing some games. I can go to bed at 2. Mm-hmm. So, Leave me alone. I, I don't want to, like... <laughs> just like segue right into news but i had a fucking news story that has it's fine. to Hit do me with the baby what do you got with cocaine cocaine so um this is from the uk and apparently there is so much cocaine in the water that it is driving the eels fucking crazy oh like the eels I, are I raving this article too like, so the eels are raving <laughs> pretty much and when i had read it it's like not like a bunch of cocaine got like dumped in the water or anything like it's from everybody's piss yeah they're doing so much coke that yeah, it's like it's ending up in the water the, getting through the sanitation i've always system. heard stories about the uk raver scene like it was just beyond nuts and i guess like when you're the last little holdout from the roman empire of the new age <laughs> maybe all that's left is just cocaine and orgies I mean, more power to you, I guess. <laughs> Fuck, enjoy. Fuck those eels. They're having a party, too. I mean, wasn't that how the Roman Empire started, though? Actually, it started with military tradition and family values. Ew. Make Rome great again. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had red capes, right? Mm-hmm. 
Did Caesar introduce and that? And eagles, lots of eagles. <laughs> Two headed eagles. As, for as much time as I've spent in Rome, I didn't do that much learning. Oh, okay. I could, I could tell you some stories <laughs> about great, great grandpappy Romulus. See, so yeah, apparently it's enough to like make them hyperactive. That's crazy. And so what, is, what does an eel do when it's hyperactive? It just bites everything? Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, it just goes berserk. It just like it accumulates in them, though. Like. It well, it's like mercury in the fish, yeah. just like we had so much mercury get polluted into the environment that now it like stores up in like the lower levels of the food chain and like basically exponentially gets more infected into the lower levels of the food chain. And I'm pretty sure it's probably the same thing with cocaine. It's like how long well, can you... It's going on with plastics and seafood. Yep. It's just... How long can you drink your own piss before you die? Before Not it becomes that toxic. fucking long. <laughs> before it becomes toxic enough that it doesn't do anything for you. It just... I don't think drinking your piss is a viable solution for any amount. Of no, like actually, you can. You for like a couple times, you can drink your own urine, and it will like. Gee, come on, you'll man! Be, Have you ever watched Bear Grylls? Yeah. So on, basically, man. like a day or two. Yeah, but like you know. But five days as opposed to three, like it's you're not warm. It's got good color. Sterile, and I like the taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that can Bear be. Bear Grylls loves it. Bear Grylls loves it. Th- that could be like a few days. Could be. You know, life or death. It could be life or death, totally. I saw this thing, a YouTube video, where this fucking boat, like, sunk, and everybody died except the fucking cook, and he found an air pocket. No, he found, like, an air (laughs) pocket. What's the dude in uh, Deep Blue Sea? I don't fucking know, but he found an air pocket, and they, like, found him days after this fucking boat had sunk, like, Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the fucking ocean. Like, how fucking scary would that be? You just like hear some like rapping on the side of the thing, it's and pitch, you're like, "Oh, it's pitch dark." Too. Would have yeah. killed myself. It's just like dark in there too. He had pretty much like accepted he was gonna die. Already. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I think it was... how much oxygen is trapped in that pocket? Days I, enough for him to? Well, I guess it would like depend on the size of the pocket. But he looked like he had a decent amount of space in there. But it was LL Cool J. Was the cook? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why you were saying. Yeah, it. I said Ja Rule. I don't know why I said that. But LL Cool J was the the cook. Yeah. Yeah, true story. Yeah. Based on a little cool day's life, his life is a movie. But there was like the South African guy, and it was like, okay, now we're gonna bring down this uh, this pick for you. And uh, <laughs> can you hear me? Tell me that you're okay. They're just trying to get this guy to not freak out because he has to like go out into like the fucking black abyss, abyss at the bottom of the Fuck ocean. Fuck that, dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I get. What if you I can't gotta... find it and you just die? <laughs> you just go out the wrong side. Like th- that would be my life. I'm so like uh, directionally incapable. I'd go out the wrong side of the boat, and not find it, not but find my way back to the boat in the air pocket, and I'd just drown. Well, they were pretty much like holding his hand the rest of the way, but <laughs> I'd fuck it up. They had some like I think <laughs> I they had some sort of bell set up that they it would just like had air trapped underneath it that the divers could get to. I thought they had video of this, and it, they like yeah, there lit was it up with some it. some flashlights for him. But speaking of cool underwater stuff, actually. I watched a really cool show. It's like a, it's like a Mythbusters esque show where they like disprove and disprove like Hollywood bullshit, and they talked a lot about Pascal's law, basically that water can't compress fluid, doesn't compress like oxygen or like air. So when you like fire a gun or like blow a charge under there, it will apply this huge amount of force to the whole area around you, bounce off the walls, bounce right. out. So when they're talking about like firing guns underwater, like those larger calibers, like 
thunk and jar you with the like uh basically the fucking sonic explosion underwater that's how what a de- that's where a depth charge gets most of its damage from. no definitely yeah it like creates a, a void that must be immediately filled yeah yeah and it basically just yeah creates this like huge compression shockwave in the water and basically uh i forget what what movie this was but uh they blow a safe by like filling it with water and like putting a charge in it and just like boom and uh i don't know that's just like super interesting that's uh how like the mantis shrimp fucks up its prey it like has like these things it can do with its claws that are it's like supersonic and it creates like a a little bubble a little bubble yeah that it yeah, just it like a creates a sonic boom that like stuns it into um, into submission oh I'm, I'm getting a video of that yeah, up there's here there's videos on it it's really fucking cool yeah and they have like really fucked up eyes it's the falcon punch what, yeah. what kind yeah. of shrimp world. is it mantis shrimp yeah. falcon punch <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, apparently they have like this crazy like spectrum that they fucking see on. Oh yeah, I've actually heard about that about certain types of sea life. That oh can yeah, see these, across these different buggies. spectrums. This is us. Let's see what we got Whale's here. deadliest get shrimp picks up punch. Us a picture. <laughs> I want to see him hitting a guy in the dick with like the sonic boom. Can do that later. Nat Geo. Really I do. Yeah, this, this means it's a good source. <laughs> Natural oh, geodes. Do you have a video? You don't have an audio going out or whatever. I have it off for right now. Okay. Yeah, we'll come back to that. But yeah, fuck all things underwater, man. I can't. No. Got a for little real. bit of a, of a thalassophobia. Yeah. Big open water. No thanks. Not a fan. I don't Not think I've stepped foot even in a lake in ten years. Oh, we're gonna fix that in like two weeks, though. Yeah, I know. Like those people. I'm way better with lakes than I am with oceans, but I never wanted to fuck with the ocean. Yeah, fuck the ocean. I mean, Who's being out in the deep. Like, that? I mean, I'll be on the on the shore, but I'm not going out in the deep. All right, uh, we got we got this video. The mantis there. shrimp. Let's see what this is all about. Uh, deadliest. Uh... Oh, hello there. Hello there. A mantis shrimp might not be a heavyweight. But ounce for ounce, fucking beautiful looking. Though. It can throw some of. Yeah, the it could like fit in an. What was that like a plastic shot bottle? Glass. It's the Manny Pacquiao of shrimp. <laughs> it might not be the biggest, but pound for pound, it punches the hardest. It comes Mayweather. He's gonna. He's just gonna dance around him. He is Bruce Lee. His one-inch punch will destroy the opponent. Yeah, it's eyes. Yeah, eyes are super fucked. Oh, they're seeing UV, and oh, oh, it's a predator. With dinner in its cross. Try some of this kelp, man. Is it gonna kill that crab? Cover under a discarded glass. No, it's gonna yeah, take it's it out for drinks. Fuck that crab up, man. And then fuck that crab. Yeah. Here's the secret. Can easily break quarter-inch glass. And the shell. Of wow. The wow, that was very underwhelming. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that ruined the resale value of that wine glass. I don't know, the camera angle's all the fucked up. They should have just showed it. In its head on. It works like a spring-loaded mechanism. It's like a shitty action sequence. It reminds me of those, like, spring... Those boxy, like... The spring-loaded boxing yeah, gloves in uh, fucking... That Acme would make in, fucking uh, hold the trigger in a... Fucking hold trigger and he says bang or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that fucking Underwhelmed. sucked. Underwhelmed. <laughs> I've seen I've seen much cooler things about the mantis shrimp. I assume I assume Nat Geo would have done a better job there. It's too bad. Very anticlimactic for everyone. Involved. I mean, they're doing what they can with like a two-inch shrimp. 
<laughs> I wonder <laughs> if it tastes good, like uh, like uh, like actual like shrimp. actual shrimp. Yeah. Or if you get all these, uh, if you get all psychedelic. Oh yeah! If you get superpowers, you can yeah. see in like the fourth dimension. You can see time you after just you get eat stoned. Bet. Oh, you know what? That thing. I like pretty seafood. Big. I like being stoned. Let's do it. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I watched uh, some. An interview with this guy today on uh, Rogan's podcast. It was going off about like psychedelics, and he's like a scholar. And he's trying to like open. Like, Is he a one... pseudoscience guy? Uh, no, he didn't seem like it. Um, he just wanted like more avenues of like thought outside of science to be, be like opened up. He was like talking about the history of like um of uh, psychedelics in like our era. How, mm-hmm. how, like if you wanted to be like a scientist from like the 1960s on, if you wanted to study that stuff, you'd basically be like shunned, and yeah. then even more so with like the war on drugs. But now that there there's actually like stuff to there's like proof that it has a benefit to like PTSD and stuff like that, and even yeah, just especially like, psychoblin. A lot of yeah. people have promoted using psychedelic mushrooms for PTSD treatment, and uh, I think uh, what was it. Uh, I don't think it was ecstasy. It was uh, whatever special K is. Oh, ketamine. Ketamine, ketamine for yeah. Uh, depression. Yeah, I've actually seen that. I've seen... The thing with ketamine is I've seen the good and the bad of it. I've literally seen a documentary on how this is helping people like mm. get normal, and I've seen a documentary on how people get addicted to this and it's ruining right. their lives, where it's like, this is an Oxycontin to this guy, where it's like, it's ruining his life. And to this other person, and that's with every every medication i mean there's ways to do it right and there's ways to do it wrong and now, i mean and depending on our current knowledge we might not always know everything now as a as a young child in elementary school before kellogg's came out with special k <laughs> yeah. they taught us what special k was is ketamine they're like it's basically a horse tranquilizer and people use it to yep. get high and then I saw that shit hit the commercial. It was like, Kellogg's Special K. And I was like, did they fucking think this out? Nope. <laughs> like, at all? That is a tone-deaf marketing exec. Right. And the thing is, I think you could... Can you still go to the store and buy Special Let's K? Find out. I haven't I think watched so. a commercial in a long time. I know. I actually maybe. pay good money to not watch commercials, you know? Yeah, they, yeah, they it's make still me still out there. Yeah, I think it's still out there. There's it's a bunch of different there. versions, though. Oh, if yeah. you're depressed, go out and get a nice God. box of Special K. <laughs> Fix your shit right up. Wasn't it, it was like kind of marketed towards women at the beginning? Yeah, because it was yeah, like it was a, a diet. Yeah, cereal. it was a weight loss. Like we have less sugar, less fat. It's still just fucking grains. Yeah, know? it's fiber. It's fiber in a bowl. Not, not without. Not sugar. really. Like a lot of those like uh f- like fiber cereals like fucking. Wheat, yeah, the wheats ones. And so, yeah. It's still like primarily grain. It's not. It's got fiber in it, but it's not a good source of fiber. If you want like good fiber, eat the box. <laughs> I'll what take about you up colon on that, blow? <laughs> colon blow, guaranteed to clear you out. Oh, that was. I a, saw the commercial, man. It looked like it works. Yeah, it was like a fucking SNL commercial with Phil. Yeah, Hartman. I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like that. rising to the top of this fucking pyramid. How many take bulls? Forty thousand bulls of your regular cereal. I'm pretty sure they make a reference to that in Van Wilder when they uh, when at the end of the movie the dude's girlfriend gives him the thing. I'm pretty sure she gives him literally colon blow, but she basically tanks his uh 
his test at the end of the year and he takes a shit in the garbage can during the fucking SATs, basically. <laughs> those, those wacky college kids. Those, those kids. Oh, Van. <sighs> oh, Ryan Reynolds, back when you looked exactly the same as you do now, 20 years. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds don't crack. Paul Rudd don't crack. For real. Paul Rudd, he's in like a weed cocoon. And in 40 <laughs> years, he's just going to be old. He comes out as Willie Nelson. I've seen those videos or those uh, those PSAs where they have like you smoke weed and you go into a cocoon, and then you'll come out and you'll be old. So if I oh yeah the the old anti drug ones where the yeah. kids like just on the couch and he slowly gets yeah that's Paul Rudd except he's famous in the like, cocoon uh, where she's just like a flattened out balloon just kind of laying on the couch or the, and then she's like well she's oh, the oh yeah the just deflates she's been like that ever since I pay I pay good money to feel like that. <laughs> For real, like where's she getting her shit? <laughs> What's that guy's number? Oh, you know Rico down by the docks. Cool. There was that onion commercial. It was like, a, you're high. Everybody knows, and you'll probably feel like, like this, this forever. forever. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> oh, I still remember the days of somebody just like I just talked to your neighbor, and his face was going crazy. It's like you're 16 and you just hit weed for the third time. Right. Relax. I remember. Um, just like bombing around Germantown, just walking around stone and just being extremely aware of my tongue. Just Oh, now you just said that. Now I can't not think about my goddamn tongue. Oh, I didn't mean the the um, uncomfortable. Like your tongue is never in Gonna a comfortable fit in my position. Mouth? Yeah. But uh, I thought like I was my tongue for like Uh-oh. A, a good couple of minutes. <laughs> like you were gen- like one giant muscle. And the tongue no, was no, controlling I ex- the body. Existed inside of my mouth. Oh. And that controlled the whole rest of you? Yeah. That's where your brain was? It was on your tongue? You ever see that game, Worms? Yeah. Where they shoot the rocket launchers yeah. at each other? Yeah. It felt like one of those just like inside of my mouth, like controlling just ready, an automaton. Just, just looking for the right trajectory to destroy <laughs> the Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> to destroy some McDonald's. I, I feel that, dude. Give me those 10-piece nugs, bro. Not a chance. <laughs> I still remember when you were a vegetarian and then once a year you'd get blackout drunk and go eat like two Wendy's Baconators. Oh. Yeah, and then my heart would stop. And the fucking Yeah, and then we'd have to revive him with some Narcan in the parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the vegetarian police yeah, would the show bacon up. Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, the Baconator drop. Fucking dropped. PETA would show up with a lot of caution tape and a fucking stamp and they'd just be like, not cool. And they had the triple Baconator too. Yeah. I, it was like eating, it was like when Homer Simpson ate the crusty the McRib with the, the oh yeah the, the crusty rib, rib or whatever crusty rib yeah that comes out once a year his eyes just, dilate and where, it's where like he Stephen was going Hulk he was trying to get obese and he took the burger and like wiped it on the wall and it went clear like fucking when you get grease on oh, paper yeah. it was so greasy that <laughs> or the fucking, through the uh, drywall when Homer and Bart are kicking it and it's like you baking up that it was like, you butter up that bacon boy you baking up that sausage boy and he's just like my heart hurts dad <laughs> did you, either of you guys eat the kfc double down where it was a sandwich meat in between, between meat yep. yeah meat cheese oh, meat cheese yep, meat i did that that meat, did meat, that meat, meat. that one wasn't uh as heart stopping as the baconator was the they also had a had grilled it. variant of it which wasn't as bad if you just wanted some meats it's grilled it's good for you no. <laughs> that's not fried. So you'd have to like handle that, that's, slimy that's, grilled chicken like in between. Or they put in paper well, I mean, probably, yeah, you'd have like wax paper around yeah. it. But that's definitely the thought process but behind like, it is it's not fried. But like grilled chicken with a burger in it? <laughs> it's not fried. It's good for you. 
It's no. less fatty. Well, no, it wasn't that. It's that like if you don't have as much like carbohydrate in your diet and you're not like burning that first, you're not like your glycemic index is lower. So you have it's like the idea lower behind the blood Atkins sugar. diet. Yeah. And uh, keto. Yeah, no, but I'm saying that's how they marketed it. It's grilled and not fried. Dude, they fucking marketed it like, okay, fucking pucker up, buttercup, because here comes the gravy pipe. That's how they fucking marketed that shit. Lube up your asshole. We've got meats on the way in, meats on the way out. That was definitely one of their, like, scary foods. It's like, oh, get on the meat wagon. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Get on the meat wagon. Mother effers. Mother effers. So I got some more news. All right. Or we can take a break. Crunch Doug just killed me. it. <laughs> Good thing to say. Yeah, take a minute to reconvene. Uh, <laughs> Everybody go home and think about what you've done. Do you see the ICE director who said that ICE can't be compared to the Nazis because they're just following orders? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have two brilliant things to say about this. One is we separate American children from their parents every day with uh, Children Protective Services. Just going to say that. Second of all, maybe we shouldn't jail children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we probably shouldn't be doing this. Like, we probably shouldn't have this fucking, like, as restrictive border policy as we have like, we have actually one of the lightest border restriction policies when you compare us to developed countries and like the eu and stuff it's actually really really hard to get uh citizenship as an adult for most developed countries yeah a lot of them you have to have a service or a skill that they need mm-hmm. so i mean we we're not necessarily like behind the times in that we have actually one of the more open ones so if anything we are behind the times but uh one Canada, they're our hat. They might as well be America. We should probably chill with like the tariff shit with them. I don't really understand that at all. Yeah, me neither. But and, it's uh, just like reactionary shit from fucking Trump. And Mexico is basically new Detroit with how much manufacturing we have down there. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we basically every auto manufacturer that still is like an American company moved to Mexico because it's right next door and labor's half or a quarter as expensive. It's not just that. It's the regulations that they make you jump through if you want to, like, do business here. Especially, like, dealing with, like, the FDA. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of red tape that they make you go through is, like, prohibitive to, like, new contenders coming. You have to be at, like, a certain level, like, of, like, operating costs and personnel just to deal with this shit mm-hmm. Before you can even like think about manufacturing a product. Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest issues we have with like some of the transportation companies and stuff, where they are essentially utilities because the cost to enter enter that field is so high that they are essentially a monopoly or a, a closed monopoly of businesses. Because who else can get in the airline travel industry? Nobody who's not already a major company and absorbs a fucking part of an airline company. You know, like you or me can't take out a loan and get in the airline business tomorrow. We can't get in a lot of other businesses like the electrical business, the power business. You or me couldn't even get like a fucking drone that we could like fit our bodies in and like go fly around in without like breaking some sort of regulation. 
No, like, because it's essentially an airspace it's a violation. Yeah, it's it's considered like a fucking aircraft control violation or like we if we live if we if we left the ground more than 20 feet, we'd be in federal like trouble for not registering it with <laughs> have you seen that thing uh well even just like drones you're gonna have to start right re- like registering yeah you gotta register yep. spying which them. i'm not surprised it's <clears throat> one of the first things that the government catches up on because of the it's like hey we got danger. these we had yeah. these first like, yeah we had like these most, first get them like, down yeah and they're so behind the times on internet control and like free speech on the internet that is so lagging behind right now in a lot of the laws like cybercrime is so unregulated right now did you see that the eu is going to start cracking down on fucking yep. memes yep <laughs> wait what eu is now the yeah, meme I, police. Like, didn't understand that. that yeah they're basically saying you can't use like other people's copyrighted material and anything you do online which is like by the statement includes memes that have copyrighted material in it yeah basically it's a super duper strict copyright law which people say will encompass memes but how are you gonna kill memes bro yeah you're yeah not. how do you cut back on that is, <laughs> what if that was what question. killed memes <laughs> there'd be a pepe revolution i mean they did it in america they do it in the eu apparently um the if you're familiar with deep fried memes that oh, format those those are so much fun. you know like the grain on the images and stuff like that apparently like bots have trouble recognizing that because of it so my whole world's gonna be deep fried yeah. in five so years. in order it's, it was like suggested just deep fry all your memes that there's gonna be a like new granulated. meme meta to rise out of that we're all gonna get mentally fat when everything we ingest <laughs> is deep fried, deep fried memes yeah, it's gonna like deep fried memes. Brain. Everything they, is so surreal that like we're just in a current acid trance, just that just goes they forever. They started as this like surrealist uh, like thing for the irony of it. Yeah, but dude, enter bottom It's going text to become here, your dude. reality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that though, because deep fried memes are splash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about that shit. Like, give me surreal. Give me like real light up eyeballs, like in the third panel of all those memes. You really want that? Yeah. I <laughs> LED, want fucking, d- LED lights. I want full fucking glare eyeballs. Be careful what you wish for, Doug. You're going to wake up and see those eyeballs on your ceiling <laughs> when you're jacking it. Yeah, the government knows, man. The government knows when you spank. The government knows when you access your bank. <laughs> He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. That was a little creepy. <laughs> so was Big Brother, man. What you gonna do? Speaking of Big Brother, did you see Amazon's workforce demand Jeff Bezos cancel his face recognition contracts with law enforcement? I actually have the entire email. Google just did something like that. A bunch of people quit on Google over their willingness to use their technology with the American Arms Forces. And Google actually retracted their contract on it. Yeah, they were losing so many people. Yeah, they lost a lot of major talent over working with the defense industry. At least Google did. It's nice <clears> to <throat> see Amazon doing that too, because Amazon already is like super corp. They out of control. Yeah, they r- run a lot of shit. Jeff Bezos owns enough money to buy every homeless person in America a two hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, you want to hear the first paragraph of this letter? <laughs> 
We are troubled by the recent reports from the ACLU exposing our company's practice of selling AWS recognition, a powerful facial recognition technology to police departments and government agencies. We do not have to wait to find out how these technologies will be used. We already know that in the midst of historic militarization of police, renewed targeting of black activists, and the growth of federal deportation force currently engaged in human rights abuses, this will be another powerful tool for the surveillance state and ultimately serve to harm the most marginalized. We are not alone in this view. Over 40 civil rights organizations signed an open letter in opposition to the governmental use of facial recognition, while over 150,000 individuals signed another petition delivered by the ACLU. Here's my question, though. In five years, when this technology is so open source and readily available, the government just has it, whether or not we like want to give it to them, when they can just hire like any college grad, they can just do this. What's our next step? Well, we're already to the point where fucking you can like remap somebody's face. Yeah. With a consumer grade computer to a video. You yeah. Know, the deep fakes thing. Yeah. Started in porn. Not so, surprised. Every technical <clears throat> innovation starts with sex, money, or power. Well, obviously, I think the hope is that, like you already mentioned, that pushing through laws lags behind, but that it comes to more of a forefront issue. The it thing can be is, handled quickly. Uh, with, Amaz- with Amazon's purchase of um, Whole Foods, they're already like in the works of deploying that uh, one like little quips quick stop shop they have open in seattle where you can just go in it recognizes your face like recognizes what you're buying and they're like so confident in it that apparently if you get mischarged you could just tell them and they'll just like no questions asked say like here's avocados milk and that weird leg (laughs) porn magazine you always buy right here's a hustler so (laughs) with with that Microsoft has made a move to partner with Walmart. They've said, you know, the Bad being their, move. They're, <laughs> they're competing, but they're competing, and Walmart doesn't have that technology available, so Microsoft's posturing themselves to be that player for Walmart. So we're getting to the point where we're down to just three companies in America. We're living in a simulation. But, no, the, the facial recognition tech is coming. No, I, I, I'm no. aware of that, and we need to find active ability to foil it even um uber this week was in the news yep for their um using your phone to recognize if you are drunk or not and yeah by where you're walking did you see lyft's response to that it's like we will pick up a drunk baby (laughs) (laughs) we will literally pick up a drunk baby call a lyft (laughs) i actually had to do that when i fucking wrecked my shit yeah you were a drunk baby now I fucking <laughs> I fell on the the electric skateboard. I fucking called an Uber. Uber's just like on the freeway by like at first I th- thought they missed the exit or something. Yeah. And they circled around back. And then they, I thought they missed the exit going south again. <laughs> and like 20 minutes of just like bleeding on the side of the sidewalk. <laughs> I was just like fuck this. Canceled it. Got a lift. And how was the They lift? were there in like two seconds. How was yeah. the lift and was it cheaper? Because I heard it's cheaper too. Uh, I've actually like since like recently, since I've been like using it more, I've seen lift actually be more expensive. Yeah, same. 
For but a hot second, it was cheaper. To be honest, I'm getting push notifications all the time with like discounts, 10% discounts, 25% yeah, discounts. Yeah, I have 25% off for like two Yeah, Emily weeks just got those when we went I out use the other way. Like, yeah. I use Lyft on a regular basis. So yeah, once a week, two times so a week, I'll get a notification. Well, on this one, it's if like 25% it. off for however I think long. It's Until like, like the end the of first. the date. Yeah, the first of July, I think. But a couple weeks ago, they sent me one that was just like, you can have uh, 10% off all of your... Um, all of your Monday through Friday lifts. And it was just like, okay, let's do it. Chill, chill. Yeah, because I lift during the week a lot. Right? All those, <laughs> all those ball Dug. nights out on, on Wednesday. That was actually my first, like, week lift. Like, honestly, I didn't start really, like, Ubering until very recently. Like, I took took them with people and, like, chipped in, but... Yeah, I mean, it always takes a minute for the trends to hit the older audience, though. It's, it's We're so just so used though. to our, our ways that it's just like, oh, wait, I literally can't. But it's also, like, kind of shitty. It's, like, totally taking advantage of, like, the drivers and shit. All those, like, outsourced I mean, cabs are. were more or less doing the same thing. You know how much investment they had to do before they'd earn their medallions and shit? Like, yeah, it, the, they had, like, a, a fucking driver in New York has to spend, like, a million dollars for yeah, a medallion. Yeah, it's nuts. And, and they I mean, only least, have like a certain, I think Florida only has like, I think like uh, there's some city in Florida that only has like 72 medallions yeah, since like the 80s. They, yeah, that's how they all are. Like they have fixed numbers of medallions. Sometimes they'll increase it like on whatever, but you got to work for it, bribe it, lick somebody's asshole to get this. Tell about the booty licking. But anybody can just be like, I'll put a little bit of debt on my car as far as mileage to just like make some quick cash. Yeah, but uh, it ends up like really not working out that profitable for like a lot of people. I mean, it's not a long-term investment, but if you need a little bit of quick cash, I don't know, man. I've like a lot of the drivers I've seen recently have been like, uh, they've completed like five thousand, six thousand rides. <laughs> so it kind of seems to be the contrary, man. Like they they advertise like you're, you can make uh, ninety thousand dollars a year, but somebody did the math and it's like you would have to work like. 48 hours for the entire year every day <laughs> like you it, yeah. you would be literally impossible to get the figures that they advertise for well i mean that's kind of you always got to do your your research because so many companies hit you with that little hook line and sinker just try and fucking plant the hook on you it used to be better though but now that there's more people willing yep. to do it it's like any other thing it's like it's young demand, people baby. and artists like we were talking about at disney they just fucking rake you over the coals because there's so many people who want to do it Everybody like, wants to be an animator. Everybody wants to be the next fucking. Um, I don't know, man. They just, they're creator. just doing that in a lot of just corporate environments. That they're work them to death and work, flip them. Yeah, work them, work them to death, flip them, bring in some new people, flip them, work them till the uh, late stage capitalism. Woo 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 woo. Seize the seize the memes of production. Pair down the EU. Seize the memes. Because <laughs> I, I think there was a couple news articles about in the future, most businesses will just be contract to hire. Well, yeah. Contract to hire. There won't even be necessarily stay on employees. Well, when we use robots quantity. to put our own selves out of business, what are we going to do next? Just uh, raunchy stuff. Think about that while we go to break. That's a bad mess. Oh, man. I was looking for the die sound. <laughs> the die clip. Uh, I don't even have it anymore. Fuck. I'd be interested to, like, know how much if, uh, like, how much they make per ride if they take taxes out or anything. Because working for WAG is kind of like Uber for dog walking or whatever. And they don't take taxes out of what I get paid. 
So it seems like nice money until tax season comes around and then mm. you kind of get fucked. That's probably exactly but, what they do to those drivers. And that's the thing. I think like, that's what it oh, is. Oh, you're making all right. You're making all right. Oh, wait. You owe the government $750 Because you can year. do it. Like, you can get taxes taken out, but you have to, like, set up an LLC or whatever for yourself. And More than that, man. You, you probably do that all year. You do that all year. You probably owe a couple grand at the end of the year or a grand. I mean, depending on your yeah. situation. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've never driven Uber before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. Let's do it, baby. So that's your podcast, huh? You've been listening to Radio Loud. You can find us on Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Or you can look us up, Radio Loud, on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Or you can tweet us at Loud Podcast. Only use caps, please. All caps when you spell my damn name. Oh, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> all right, I'll read it now. If all you do is sleep, the world is your bed. It's radio loud. <laughs> <laughs> Acting wise today. All right. I got a couple of stinkers this week. Um, I'll start out with uh, one that's a one-off from something we did. We did uh, Tinder for Hitler. This is that a, was a good segment. I liked that. Oh, man. What's up with my uh, camera here? Off center? Hold on a second. Something is wrong. Oh, is it when I'm moving? Oh, it's probably oh, yeah, yeah, the my fucking bad. cord. America, we will be right back. Oh, I might have just uh, gotten disconnected from here. Yeah. There we go. All right, uh, so, yeah, this is um, Tinder for Henry VIII. Oh, that's a good one. So, yeah, he'd be like, uh, I just got out of a... <laughs> got out of a hell of a relationship. Got out of a long-term relationship. Barely a nose ahead. <laughs> what would his uh, interests be? His interests would be trying to have a son... <laughs> yeah, how many women. daughters is it, be a sing, single father single father looking to have a son do you like to feed men grapes me personally <laughs> yes <laughs> it's stimulating um henry's probably looking for the submissive type <laughs> right so uh yeah plus if you're into into, into knife bondage. play, bondage and knife play. <laughs> into guillotine play. Yeah, guillotine play. Did they have a guillotine back then? That's I what thought were... that was more of a French thing, but oh yeah, it might have been more headsman actually. Uh, just like a fucking axe to the chopping block. Right. Just like hope they do it Shunk. one clean. Oh my god. To be fair, like how would you be wife number seven after he's killed the first six? Just I like feel like you don't get a choice. Yeah, you don't really he's get a choice. King? He's yeah. I guess he's the king. You better hope you pop out a boy. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. Things might seem fucked up now, but we've come a long way. That's the thing. People always talk about like crime rate and all that stuff, but like you are more fat, safe, and happy in the th- in, in the first world than you've than anybody has ever been ever. You literally have a better life at like the bottom rung than kings did back those days. Just I mean, days. according yeah. to contemporaries, 
King Henry is considered in his prime to be an attractive, ed- educated, accomplished king. He is described as one of the most charismatic rulers to sit on the English throne. He's a he was 50 an author. Of gray. He was an author, <laughs> composer, and as he aged, he then became severely obese. Eight, eight shades of Henry. Health suffered. Eight shades of Henry, dude. Ooh, that's sexy. I so like that. So he pulled an Elvis, just got fat at the end of it. Yeah, he yeah, just I guess, got I guess addicted at the to end, that fast he, uh, food. Yeah. At the end there, he kind of... Oh, I got... Got a I got a conspiracy theory for this Elvis thing. So that Elvis conspiracy theory was that basically he we signed. We can't hear you over the sample, baby. Well, I can. You oh. guys gotta adjust your shit so you can. I can hear it. So basically, Elvis got a residency in Vegas and just started eating the fucking you know the pastas and the banana sandwiches oh, yeah. and shit like Peanut that butter just, banana sandwiches he's baby. just like maybe he just like signed a contract for fucking life and just let himself go and the mob who was basically running vegas was just like uh this is a bad deal now and just <laughs> you are eating us him. out of house and home <laughs> right vegas uh elvis ate more than he made by the end <laughs> <laughs> so is so was it a mob hit that killed him on the toilet it, uh, or was it a poison sandwich did he die in the toilet at all you know oh, is he still alive in cuba with tupac right making hits under miley cyrus pseudonyms that fucking uh movie uh bubba hotep where he just like gets out he finds an elvis impersonator to swap with <laughs> and he just like goes to like normal life and it's just him in a old folks home and there's this old black guy who thinks he's jfk and oh, they, I'm losing the two of them. They're just, they got it. They fight a fucking mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, an actual mummy? Yeah. It's like a, one of the better Bruce Campbell movies. Oh, it's got good old Ash in it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Bruce Campbell is a surprisingly good actor. He's really funny in Burn Notice. If you ever watched that, as the shitty alcoholic friend. I have not. It just oh, seems I was just like thinking of uh, Burn After Reading, but Burn Notice is a series, right? Yeah, with That's uh, Bruce Campbell. I forget the main actor's name, but it's like got that guy with that shitty charismatic smile. And uh, basically, he's a spy, and Bruce Campbell's his alcoholic, uh, washed up spy buddy. Hmm. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell plays the washed up alcoholic so well that it makes you think. Because it's also in like a lull in his career where you're just Playing. like, yeah, this might be just dude. Right? <laughs> uh, I fucking thought it was great when he popped up randomly in the beginning of the movie Congo. Oh yeah, where the fucking yeah. like the ape has a fucking like voice box on it. It can like sign language, and then it'll like vocalize uh-huh. what he's uh, saying. It's a good segue into a recent news story oh, with yeah. that ape that died. Coco. Yeah. Um, yeah, Coco. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, basically Bruce Campbell's in the beginning, and he's like on a satellite, and the fucking apes. The, there's killer apes, and they yeah. just tear him apart right in the beginning of the movie. And I, I remember seeing that as a kid, and I thought the movie was like much more serious. Yeah. seeing it as a kid but like looking at it I was like this movie is a f- farce yeah. <laughs> right at the beginning when you tear Bruce Campbell to shreds in the first two minutes it's like oh especially when what, the what else are we gonna have? age it's just like you look back at it as an adult and you're just like this is just preposterous <laughs> but yeah uh, what was the ape Coco Coco the gorilla the gorilla that's Jane Goodall's gorilla right she had the the kitties yeah the yeah Coco took care of some kitties uh, my mom was showing me a video the other day of uh, when Coco interacted with Robin Williams oh and everything. Okay, that's yeah. a really cool yeah. video if you get a chance to see that one um, yeah where like Coco like took his glasses off his face and I was like running around and putting them on and like signing <laughs> she was trying signing, to do Robin Williams impressions and I can't remember if Coco was a girl or boy but was signing that they wanted I think to Coco get was a girl that they wanted to get um like tickled and everything it was super cute and 
Yeah, it was really interesting. To yeah, I read Coco had like a little bit of a nipple interact. fetish where she always wanted to touch other people's <laughs> nipples, actually. Like, no lie, Coco had a thing for nipples. She wanted to see everybody's and like touch theirs and be like, you have nipples, I have nipples. We're I the same. I saw this gif earlier this week on Reddit where it was a chimp on like a film shoot and like the actress was topless and the chimp was just like, <laughs> and then he like reaches out with his lips and puts his lips oh, on the chick's yeah. nipple. <laughs> Get those titties. <laughs> the long con. I've also heard stories to get a little sad on it of chimps who learn sign language can now ask for their freedom. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how do you say like, no, we actually can't let you out. We own you. Bill Burr actually had a fucking bit about how Coco through like having the cats, like one of the cats died eventually. And she like learned the concept of Of death. death. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to die. Yeah. She mourned Robin Williams when they told her that he was dead. Yeah. That's got sad about it. Because, like, I mean, there's already a couple, a couple countries in the world who have declared, like, dolphins or octopi as sentient creatures. We're like, they're too smart to, like, lock them up. It's just cruel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're, octopi like, are wicked smart, man. Yeah, like, they can solve puzzles and do yeah. shit. Like, that's nuts. They can be put in a jar and then, like, close it on themselves and then open it back up to get back out. It's insane. Yeah. They know how to lock themselves in their room when they want to fucking time out. And thus the plot to Finding Dory. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Not too far off. <coughs> Ellen DeGeneres had a bad trip and got lost in the ocean. <laughs> uh, That's a movie I would watch. <laughs> Just Ellen lost no, in New York on acid. <laughs> Where do I go from here? Oh my God, this guy looks friendly. Yeah, she's done too many hits, so her mind just keeps resetting. <laughs> she can't even form a thought it's like a bad it's always sunny in philadelphia episode <laughs> the gang meets ellen and they just go on a fucking finding dory so they're the ones that get her that tripped out oh no 100 percent. like the gang drugs her like there's no way the it's always sunny cast doesn't well just frank drug does her. frank fucks up and somebody drinks like his coffee or something oh 100 percent. like he's got six hits of acid in his coffee and ellen drinks it yeah i feel like frank would come into the bar and he's like hey i want you guys to meet my mood new date and it is it's ellen generous yeah. and they'd be like frank come to the side here you know she's a lesbian right like, what are you talking about he just doesn't get it that she's 100%. not actually into him yeah, at all yeah. that way yeah, she's like lost and just like I'm just <laughs> looking for the bus home. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's my girlfriend now. Then Dennis would be trying to woo Ellen because he'd be so convinced that he's good looking enough that he could. I can get turn a lesbian. Her. I can turn go. her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then D is also trying to sleep with Ellen. So yeah, because they have that little rivalry. Sexuality. <sighs> Should we make a? Let's make Emily read one. What was your What was your yeah, idea? We're bounce her off the top. Oh god, it's so dumb. Okay, anyway, so we were talking it. about uh, how the movie The Quiet Place is coming out on DVD soon. What's The Quiet Place? I don't remember that. Actually. So it's uh, Emily Blunt and I think Emily what? I think John Krasinski. Uh, anyway, but Jim and Emily. Yeah. Blunt. And as far as I understand it, they it's like a horror movie where if you make noise, this scary oh, creature yeah. or whatever comes after you and tries to kill you. You'd be dead. But so we were, quick, yeah, but Emily. we were talking about, and it's, and it's just Jim the entire fucking previous, just like, just like shrugging at the camera, just like, yeah, look at that, look at the picture. They're going, back. they're going back to making silent films. <laughs> Give him a little uh, Charlie Chaplin mustache. Just Jim looking at the camera. Hmm? <laughs> 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 
But uh, we were talking about like if it was the complete opposite of that, where you had to be loud all the time in order to stay like survive. Oh, and all the hype ca- beasts in sleep. the world would be just immune. You can't sleep unless you're really good at snoring and know you, you can know what? snore. I, but like, I think a guy like at work told me about this movie. I think he saw it with his kid. Yeah, yeah, you, already out. I'm you just not a like big horror per- horror movie person, but you just stop. So. You just stop screaming for a little bit and just get. Immediately away. killed. Yeah. <laughs> or like you'd need a buddy where like one of you would always have to be screaming. Yeah. It'd just be two hypes. Just like, wow, oh my God, we're in the apocalypse. We made it all this time. And he'd just go for six hours and then his buddy would wake up and then he'd go to bed. Would and humans just like, turn into pack animals? Like, we basically more already than are. Pack we, animals, but like more yeah. than we already are. Hmm. Interesting concept. System. Yeah. It wasn't dumb. No, yeah. that's, that's not dumb at all. I've fact, suggested dumber ideas myself. It's, it's true. <laughs> yes, that like that makes me think a lot. You forget this whole like segment started from me just getting wasted and writing ideas on incoherent ideas. He said parts. it started, but that's literally what feels anymore, the whole segment. So, like, I don't get wasted, so I don't get wasted thoughts anymore. Yeah, I'm losing my DD to life. Yeah, I'm a fan. What a setup. Because <laughs> boy howdy does he need it <laughs> boy, boy howdy yeah do I need a responsible adult Alright we um, got one from one of you guys Yeah I totally have a great one I heard this the other day um, When I was listening to our podcast The dad fights And I actually finally listened to the setup Oh I, boy I you're have in for a, dad, a treat we I have, have a dad fight Okay. We have angry t-ball dad <laughs> <laughs> Okay what do you mean he wasn't safe you piece of shit <laughs> versus whip dad whatever you say dear <laughs> one of them is basically immune to damage because he's taking it all from his wife and nothing you say can phase him and the other one is just an extreme angry ball of energy yeah well the thing is like t-ball dad would try to you know hit him yeah but it, all, all he'd have is like the t-ball bats or whatever but Tebow bats hurt. He can take he it's can take the damage. Oh yeah, he can. But he also has a coach in his corner because he has the he has the wife calling the, all the oh, shots. The, the wife is like attached because yeah. at this point he just might as well be an extension of her. Honey, go low. <laughs> Work the body. Work He's the like, body, bitch. <laughs> no, she wouldn't be like go low. It's like you can't go low anyways. You got no oral skills. You piece <gasps> of shit. Hit him in the ribs. Angry T-Ball Dad is an archetype that me and Stefan had not thought about because we sat down at like a brunch or lunch. Oh my God, they were just coming just out of the woodwork. Thought of a bunch. Let's oh, not seen... let's not do a bunch of them though because we got to drag this one out over oh, the yeah. weeks. No, that's I didn't fine. Write all I've, of them I've seen so many though. Like my parents were the parents who were like we're going to sign you up for every sport and see what sticks. And it's just like I don't like sports. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in T-ball, basketball, uh, football, like all the shit and. T-ball was the one where I was the kid in, like, second base putting dirt in my pants and, like, fucking <laughs> slapping, <laughs> slapping my own ass to make, like, clouds of dirt come out of my fucking T-ball pants. I was worthless. But there were the dads there in the crowd who were just like, yeah, Taylor, fucking feel that grounder. And oh, it's just Jesus. like, oh, my God, that guy's dad is so intense. Although my dad was the T-ball coach for that's a couple like, of years. That's Made probably run a lot of fucking laps. That's probably the closest that that fucking child's that child will ever hear his dad getting to orgasm straight up get that fucking oh yeah get that groaner 
I don't know, man. Some of those used car salesmen go home and just plow their wives. <laughs> yeah, we should ask Corey about that next time. He's Corey was actually pushing me to go into into car sales, and I was just like, I don't think I can use my charisma for evil. <laughs> I can't use the power for evil, Corey. It's just not fair. I can't sell some soccer mom, single mom, a fucking $20,000 minivan. Those fucking guys. not right. I, w- I went into Ernie Von Schladorn and one of them was just like, he's like trying to work the young man angle on me. And What's up, bro? No, not like that. He's like, oh man, look at that hot piece of ass over there. It was like one of his coworkers just like walking by and I was like, dude, I was like thinking in the back of my head, I was like, I know what you're trying to do, but that is like not working right? here. But it's like, yes, very hot, but... We we get it. We get yeah, the angle. I came you're here to buy here. a car. Like I didn't come to a strip club. Like chill. She's probably in on it. No, I mean it's all sales <laughs> tactics, but it's still like you lean over this desk and <laughs> <laughs> just get this guy to buy this Volkswagen. All I can think of when you say Ernie von Schladorn is those commercials that they used to have, though, with the that was the dumbest Ernie von Schladorn. <laughs> that was the dumbest fucking uh, slogan ever. Who do you know wants to buy a car? You're missing a few words in the middle of it, boy. <laughs> and I was, I was like, as a kid, like uh, I work right by the main dealership, mm-hmm. and. I, you used to have the sign up there. It was Just like shake your head every time you go by. Old giant Jimmy Durainey nose fucking Ernie up mm. on there. Uh, God rest his soul. I was uh, gonna say yeah, Andrew used to work there, and then he passed. So um, uh, it was like it was him. It was like who do you know wants to buy a car? And as a like a teenager, I was reading it. I was like. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> you forgot like, Dad, all the subjects. I was like, Dad, that makes no sense. He's like, that. I don't know. It's the point. He didn't have any explanation He's for it. He's a Polak. Either. He doesn't understand syntax. <laughs> <laughs> I got a slice. We're not of, gonna buzz that. It's okay to make fun of the Polish. I, I got a slice of Poland. Me, it's all right. <laughs> when you live in Milwaukee and you got like an epicenter of Polish people in Chicago, oh yeah, it's war. It's yeah. war here. Like Chicago has the highest percentage of Polish people outside of like the capital of Poland, outside of Warsaw. Wow. Like <laughs> Chicago, like, and that's the thing I was telling Emily about this the other day. Polish people love America. They are fucking bonkers for America. Anytime we have a poll about like, what's your opinion on the U.S.? No pun intended. Thank you. <laughs> Poland's at the top of the list. Top of the polls. Going like. USA! Yeah, 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 yeah. Which goes yeah, back yeah. to Polka King because they're. <laughs> it all yeah, comes full circle. It's not great. It's American not great. dream, man. Yeah. The big win. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only need one. <clears throat> What's his his little buddy's name? Nikki. Nikki Pizzazz. Nikki yeah, Pizzazz. What's I his name originally? Called Nikki Pizzazz. We can do this right now. We make you Nikki Pizzazz. What a great movie! That movie is so awesome. Uh, you got one, Stefan? No, not this week. I, w- I wanted to think of a good Canadian superhero, but it just just uh, it wasn't well, materializing. That, that one always can come up. Uh, I had one I thought of last night called Love Handles, which it would be <laughs> like handles. actual like handles on your sides. Oh, that's awkward. So yeah, you'd have like little fixtures that you could maybe update if you're looking to like renovate a little bit, you know, <laughs> swing in some new. Uh, have a remodel on your hips. Yeah, <laughs> basically like redo all the doors, redo all the, or or you could just redo the handles and like repaint. Could you redo the carpeting too? 
Uh, <laughs> that's the other thing. We have all these body fucking parts that are, um, you know, we have all these things that we refer to as uh, on our body as like things mm-hmm. that like a rack. It's yeah. like goes right with handles. Oh yeah, baby. Or, or a knob. You know, that's an entirely different thing. <laughs> my love knobs. <laughs> Slab on my love knobs. <laughs> that's beautiful. I'm a little aroused. Mm. Love handles. I thought you were referring to an object that you would literally like suction cup onto the side of your body to have something for like leverage. <laughs> like the pommel horse. You just <laughs> <laughs> what? mount me. Damn, my mind went someplace completely different. Do Where'd it go? Trick. Like I was thinking of like shit that you can like put up in your bathroom so you can fuck in the shower a lot easier. Oh, love handles. Oh, love handles. Like, yeah, Those are called handicap stalls. Yeah, like put them up in the bathroom. It's like those uh, it's like those pull-up things you put in the door, but you're just like they're love handles, like fucking any well, room they, in the house. They sort of have something like that where someone made something where it suction cups to the side of your shower so you can like stick your like leg up and like shave a lot easier. I so would not depend on that. that. Man, that I, sounds like yeah, a good well, way to slip would, in the yeah, shower and catch your it. fucking yeah. head on a corner. I used to have like a suction a suction rack that you put bath products in like always fall shampoo off. and stuff yeah yeah it just slides down so it was like my mom my mom or my dad it. bought it and it's just it was like this is the biggest piece of shit ever so if you want to try that before you buy it and like renovate your shower i have a commode that i had to use when i broke my leg that's right yeah i put that like in there and like just it's like a, sit in the shower. It's a shower stool for broke fuckers. No, no yeah. a commode is uh for shitting. Oh. Oh, it's your oh, <laughs> It it's raises your fucking, you up for shitting. It's your uh it's your bath time prepper for like kids who are learning to take a poop. <laughs> no, I already have a shower stool. I use it to wash my dog. It's a pooper friend. Legs, so. Um, makes it a lot easier. Fuck. I had a story about what you were talking about and I forgot what you were talking about. The suck, suction cups shaving her legs? Oh, yeah. You know what I have seen people use is dildo suction cups. My neighbor, one day when we were taking a walk, had a dildo suction cup to their like living room window. And that bad boy was up there for like four days. That motherfucker stuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've seen people like literally tomahawk them. And yeah, just I was like, going to say, I went I went to like a house stick. party once and they just had like, they had bought like a bunch of suction dildos and they were just like throwing them at the window. Oh yeah, those motherfuckers were on there. Uh, we made some like dude who was passed out drunk a unicorn once. <laughs> With the dildo? Yeah. Oh, dude, like I bet he fucking woke. If you left it on there, I bet he woke up with just like a big brown spot where all the blood got <laughs> sucked to his head and died. Looks it's like, like, hey, what did... happened to your head? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tumor. <laughs> I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like John Travolta phenomenon. I can move things with my mind now. Somebody attached their penis to my head so they could use my blood supply to keep their amputated dick it's a alive till they could reattach it. It's a hickey. I'm into weird face sucking. I actually saw a picture of that today. It was a picture of, it was on Reddit, a picture of somebody who literally had a dick grafted onto their arm. No. Yeah, and that was the explanation. They were like, what, why? And they were like, probably got cut off and they're trying to keep it alive tell they can schedule the surgery oh my God. <laughs> could you imagine that like oh my what? penis my penis is chopped off here it is well we could like put it here i feel like until it, we I, schedule I, the surgery I feel it's like, like the lady who got sent home with um over a fucking insurance issue 
with in the middle of brain surgery. She was like missing a piece of her skull. So they told her they just kept it on ice. No, what they did is they said, uh, "Go buy a hockey helmet." Oh my god! Like okay, yeah, go. Here's a voucher for Kmart. <laughs> I leaned back in my recliner <laughs> and my brain spilt out. <laughs> no you roller coasters for you, ma'am. No roller coasters or air flight. No, yeah, insurance companies don't give a fuck. They'll fuck you up right in the middle if they figure out something's not right. Oh my god! Hope I never need brain surgery. Well, I mean, like that's why. Uh, that's what happened with my aunt. That's why she like couldn't get a heart like heart surgery in time. Which aunt? Is this one of the ones I met? No, she's the one that passed when I was uh, 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was on the list. And then something like insurance was going to go through. She was scheduled for her surgery. Everything was good. And then something with the surgery pulled through and they were just like, we can't pay for this. So then she got like bumped back a little bit and then and then but then like afterwards apparently something like came through and they were just like oh well we could have done this it's like oops our bad clerical error sorry your aunt's dead so yeah and then years of lawsuits and shit and oh they sued over it oh they sued them lost over it and then oh they uh, sued and lost they sued lost and lost like thousands of dollars in like legal fees and because it was out in california and my uncle moved out here it's a lot of travel shit so that's like fucking crazy yeah insurance companies don't give a fuck no they really don't we're all just numbers to them oh yeah for sure like i did the i did the research and found out the average human life's only worth about a half a million dollars because that's how much earning potential you have over your entire life as the average human in america Hmm. so that's what you're worth what if i in case you're curious it's higher than (laughs) i what if i that's higher than i would have uh put my value at Stefan, you're priceless baby Boom. <laughs> At least to me. <laughs> At least to me, boo boo. Same with you, Emily. What? I wouldn't put a price tag on you. You're not for sale. Okay. At least not today. That's good. You're worthless. <laughs> You're worth. Nobody wants to buy you. We just gotta agree on a price, and I'm good. Twenty-five thousand pennies. It's like two hundred fifty dollars. <throat> You're worth it, girl. All Doll right. face. All, all out of suggestions for this one. No, I got a good one. Oh, you do? You got another one? I have a, a scenario that happened to me. What's wrong with seven-year-olds? They're seven? Thank you. <laughs> I was at the zoo the other day, and this mom, exasperated as all fuck, is surrounded by children, and she stops and goes, What is wrong with you kids? One of the kids, without missing a beat, turns, looks at her, and goes, um, we're seven. <laughs> <laughs> or the kid's, like, literally more mature. Dude, 100%. It's just like, dude, we're seven. What the fuck do you expect, bitch? <laughs> like, we're going to run around. It's the zoo. There's sea lions, ho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that that was so priceless, though. We we literally went and stopped, got a beer, and was just like, we need to just process what just happened. That seven-year-old was just like, bitch, please. <laughs> I did feel bad for that mom because if she was there on like a school trip, she can't drink. No, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> I well, found out your own kids. You can drink and just yeah, That's why you get a kids. flask. I found out we can have beer at the Pettit. Oh, really? Yeah, you can they, bring it? Yeah. One dude was like, yeah, dude, you can just bring a case in the locker room. Hey, about to Wait, uh, is that me. actually like a technicality or is it just a guy you saw? I was like, I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> no, the, no, the whole group was just like, yeah, there's people. We There's all a lot of do people, it. Yeah, peer just bring pressure. Your beer into the locker room. What do you expect in a Milwaukee, like in a Milwaukee hockey locker room? In the beer league, for real. <laughs> yeah, I do not 
think that's a good idea for me to do that though because i can barely stand up on those fucking things myself like i can barely not kill myself on a goddamn skateboard just riding to work (laughs) i feel like stefan's got decent ups on the on the on the ice yeah it does but your boy needs to learn how to stop yeah. Oh, you got I got that? smoked yesterday. But... Are you playing by somebody? Still doing scrims oh, we and do shit. scrims and shit. It's drills. Yeah, well, there's you just drill. got rocked. There's a drill where it's basically trying to. Who's that one guy? Plays... guy who's so fast and can't stop. Are you him? Uh, no, I'm Doug Glatt. <laughs> I can't do <laughs> no, anything. I'm I Doug Glatt. <laughs> I oh, fu- you're dude, I skate. Dilf. I'm out there skating like a fucking baby, man. <laughs> But here's the drill we were doing. I was supposed to stop a guy in a breakaway, and lo and behold, I can't skate backwards as fast as somebody can go forwards, so I just got fucking smoked. Sorry. <laughs> Is this the time to not say that I haven't seen the Mighty Ducks? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't admit to that. The first one's the best one. I don't really care for the rest of them. I used to say uh, behind every good metal band photo is Gordon Bombay calling for the V. Yes. Because they, they always line up like that. Yeah. Every single... Dude, it's not even metal. It's just like... It's almost a band thing. Just mm-hmm. like flying V, baby. Yeah. In a group a little larger than three, not bigger than six, or not bigger than six, you're getting V'd. I I'd kind of have a certain degree of disdain for that for like... Uh, to an extent, like some local artists, it's like they got a new vanity shot up all the fucking time. It's like, hey, how about you put out some fucking name new names. music? Name hey, names. man, some you, music. You only need one. Name some fucking names. Who does this? No, I can't. It's all right. I ain't mad at you. You only need one. So, um, I'm just trying to call some fucking shots. How about this one? Like, let's get beef with a, a, another local group of people. I know a lady who got porked. Porked? What's that? Woman struck by flying hot dog at Philly's game. Oh, it's a black, black eye? eye? Yeah. She was like an old lady, too. Like, that sucks. Like, yeah. She got belted by a hot dog. It came out of nowhere and hard, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what does that make you think of? First thing. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> so, um, well trained. Apparently, there's this thing. It's kind of like a t shirt, like. Gun, except that it's choose hot dogs. Where the yeah. f- the fanatic fires hot dogs into the oh fucking stands, and Are uh, they wrapped. Or yeah, they're wrapped in duct tape. Okay, they're wrapped in duct tape, and it just fucking hit her in the face. <laughs> Apparently, she couldn't like swat at it because uh, I think her shoulder was hurt from something that she was about to have surgery she on. Couldn't duck and roll. Hold on, just, I can get a video. I can get a video of this. Oh, here it is. Wait, there's an actual video of it. Watch of course this there is. bitch get nailed. So that's the hot dog oh, cannon. Oh, that's an impressive cannon. There's a chick who got nailed. The hot dog cannon is a giant hot dog. <laughs> she didn't have a concussion. Uh, let, give me a minute to try and find a video here. To be fair, her eye wasn't even that black. Hey, but uh, she's old. They don't heal. No, I know. They don't heal. Like, like it sucks. Like the young, supple flesh. I'm indifferent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess it was just the force of it. It just came down. Just the force so of it hit me, hit my face, knocked off my glasses, and um, next thing I knew, I was bleeding. And you know, they were we were going to first aid. <laughs> you know, like when I tell my brothers, um, they they started laughing, and I said, well, at least you know, it's it's funny. It's a story I can tell people. You know, but my only thing is just to warn people just to be careful you know 
Because you would think you would get hit by a baseball instead of a, a flying hot dog. <laughs> what a good fucking sport. Here's, here's yeah, real. way to take it like a champ, but here's my advice at any sporting event. Keep your goddamn head up. There's the thing, man. She ain't going to be doing no lawsuit on some pensioners' funds, man. She's got a fixed income. She can't afford no lawyer. You'd be surprised what crazy shit the lawyers will work out if they smell a payday. <laughs> right. Oh, if you pay us 1% interest on this amount over this many years, you'll technically give us a $30,000 thing if we win. And they'll, they have ways to jump around the fact that they can't technically ask for percentages of what you win. I mean, at least she was also wearing glasses. That shit could have been a lot worse. Could have like been a lot worse glasses. if those glasses broke. <laughs> her, her eye is now a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> she now has hot dog vision. She has superpowers. She can see roasted wieners oh, in a five-mile radius. This is and what one. is this one? This is the, the, oh, is this the, this is the woman the I'm in love with. Oh. The girl who caught a foul in her beer and then chugs it. Foul ball with her beer. Yeah. <laughs> no bad hop. Sorry, there. Brittany. You're getting dumped for this chick. Yay! I'm impressed by how little beer actually came out of it. Oh, yeah, hold on. Here's the best the part. She spills more beer than when it, it like, landed in there. Oh, she she she. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, it, it is. It is dribbling. It is dribbling. It seems to be the norm now in Major League Baseball, right? Okay, neither one of these stories has anything on the fucking dude who gets pissed off because the guy fucking interferes with the uh, the ball that oh, ball the that's in play ball and, oh, and then yeah. throws the fucking pizza. The commentator is fucking lying on Cubs it. Game? He's is like, that the Cubs game? I don't think it would. No, no. That was the World Series thing where the guy was getting debt threats. Yeah. This was just like, I think it was like third baseline. The thing of it is Roger like Center. this fucking announcer is just like, oh, and here comes the pizza. Left side ranging is yeah, the right here. Coming is Anderson and interfered with. <laughs> just oh, fucking throws a wash. slice at him. It's in the it's in the replay. That's the uh, best. Than they had before. Wow, what's he got now? He's got mud on him and, and an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> and an alcoholic beverage? I think he made a good call here as he... Let's see, how does this happen? It wasn't oh. even him. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's buddy. <laughs> oh. Just <laughs> fucking whap. <laughs> Have a slice, Fatso. Between innings, we did some investigative reporting. Investigative uh, reporting. Thrown at that gentleman, and that gentleman has been ejected. But it was an ugly, ugly sight, and I don't know why it was necessary. Now watch. I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today. But why? here comes a pizza. See? You piece <laughs> <of> shit. <laughs> that is that is the best commentary in baseball history. Oh, here comes a pizza. <laughs> you pizza shit. <laughs> Fucking sports. You know what though. Sports the, desk. We're all pink on the inside. No, I don't Learn the goddamn fucking... rules. <sighs> I wish I had fucking, like, notes on, like, actually on the macro pad so I didn't have to fucking reference a list. Eh, that's all right. All right, uh, let's take a little breaky-poo. A breaksy-pie. So come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. We'll do a podcast. It'll be fun. You've been listening to radio loud if you want to find us on multiple media platforms like youtube just type in radio loud you big dummy or you can find us on google play stitcher or podbean at radioloud.podbean.com questions criticisms if you would like to get on the show 
at us at Loudest Podcast on Twitter. All right, it's coming back in for uh, music here. So, Emily, do we need to buy a fly swatter? Well, no. whatever for, Sean. For Spanx. <laughs> You're going to catch the back of my hand. Please. Don't tell me with a good time, Emily. Does Emily have some music this week? Do we all have some music Y'all this are week? i shit on my music. I mean, probably not. Uh, I might shit on your music just because I hate you. That's fair. So uh, my pick this week is uh, Com Trues in Decay. Nice. I uh, this is one of my like favorite like synth albums. Yeah, um, you love some some Com Trues. Uh, this was uh, suggested to me by uh, Paul Ortiz, who does like Chimps Ortiz. Banner. Ortiz in a um, is a British guy who does a prog rock, but he also does like a bunch of like really cool like 80s synth. But I opened up a music thread a while ago and um, it's like had suggestions, which I always get some like really cool picks from like all the weirdos I know online. And uh, Com Trues was in there and I just like fell in love with this guy's like body of work. I think what really drove him to popularity was SoundCloud remixes because he has some like really fucking hot like modern day remixes where he just like took vocal stems and then just completely redid the song into like a like a 80s chill wave synth. Dope, dope. <clears throat> and he could do it like he he had a new one like every week. But um I just learned uh, through like looking into it today like into his like background that he had like a bunch of different aliases that he used until one just kind of stuck and like a style. All right, chill, chill. And he put out an album in 2010. Indicay came out in 2012 and it was just a body of work. It was basically like a B-sides album and it's probably his best shit. Chill. Um the cool thing that he does outside of remixes is that he actually like buys like eighties vintage digital synths. Like okay. like DX sevens and shit like that. Stuff that's like probably going into disrepair and like shit like if it breaks it's busted and you gotta get a new one. Unless you can just jerry rig it to make it still run. Yeah. Um so one of the coolest things i learned from him was something that i used in like some of my stuff was uh, it's like hilarious he would take in order to get like that 80s like nostalgic sound in order to get like the tape compression there's like a very um there's a very noticeable sound quality to like vhs tapes Mm -hmm. played through a very bad VCR. I think you were telling me about this where he'd record it off that to like What he would do is he'd put all his stems into like he'd do it like fresh in like a a digital like uh, audio workstation and it would sound like really crisp but then he'd take all his stems and run it through a VHS. Like thousands of dollars in like high grade music equipment and then then literally a fucking fucking flea market VCS. You're going to fucking, they don't even make these things anymore. (laughs) In order to get like the good sound, like if you went and bought a new VCR, Mm -hmm. it just wouldn't sound correct. So I had to go, in order to emulate this, I had to go to Goodwill and just find a shitty mono VCR. So (laughs) 
in order to actually get like the sound, he's not only running all his audio through it, he has mm-hmm. to do it twice because it's only one channel. In oh, order to so get the stereo, with the stereo, he runs yeah, it through twice. Yes. Oh wow! So it, and then uh, not to just like totally wash the sound out because it like totally annihilates the high end and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you mix it back in with the original sound, so there's still like a degree of crispness oh, wow. to it. Yeah. Um, just the amount of time it takes to do that. Yeah, that's labor intensive. Yeah. Um, because you have to like sync the stereo channels back up just yeah. to get like a stereo image of the sound you're after. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might have like some edits that you want to do, but depending on like, you know, how it came out, you might not even be able to do them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can do them, but it's like, do you really want to go back and like, and do go it? through all that just to make one little tweak? Yeah. It's one of the things that, um, got me attracted to like some of the allure of analog stuff. Mm-hmm. Where if you're like, if you have analog effects outside of a DAW where you can like literally tweak things forever, mm-hmm. it kind of forces you into committing to something. And like uh, Bob Ross said, you have these like happy little accidents that happen and they end yep. up being like this, like aesthetic character. of the sound. Exactly. It's like when you record live and you're stuck with the sound that you kind of just right. happened upon. But sometimes, like, these, like, awesome sounds come out that you weren't even intending. Just from the reverb of going back and forth. Yeah, Yeah. or just, like, the artifacts of stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, I can't ever replicate that again, too. Because it was just, yeah, it was a fucking miracle. It was a unicorn of, like, this exact sound signature Mm -hmm. running back and forth twice. So uh, this album, uh, Indicay, it's just a bunch of B-sides from his, like, first official release. Um, which I don't know the name of. I was just going to ask what the name of his first official release was. Um, he had one like called Cyanide Sisters. There was Indecay. Um, I don't know. Comtrues, check him out. But uh, his style is kind of like very bass heavy, not in the sense where it's like blasting bass. Mm-hmm. It's that the bass line drives a lot of the um, the song. It's like the the main instrument is the bass the drums pedal yeah the drums are very simple and then there's like a lot of like little doots and deets and bloops that he that he gets in there um and also another technique i learned from him is also something based on the vhs sound where you would have like the like it's basically a reel and Mm. the tension isn't always perfect so sometimes like one end would pull things harder or softer depending on how it wound up and fuck with the speed yeah Yeah. you'd get these like verbal wobbling effects so you basically like put this like pitch effect over everything or certain elements in the sound in order to Hmm. like tune it in and out it kind of gives it like a fatter sound but it like overdone it becomes extremely unsettling right away just like ethereal and like the just like get under your skin kind of way i was actually like trying to like think about how i would describe some of it like his songs like some of it is like very ambient and not bass heavy and it is like very ethereal like yeah enya ambience yes exactly very enya yeah uh but since instrumental sense uh, there's Sweet. lyrics and a lot of his remix stuff because that's like what's driving that's, the song. Yeah, that's that's basically what... all he's using from a song is like, it's basically you get a Com Truce song that's original, 
but with lyrics to another song. Yeah, no, and and you've played a fair amount of Count Trues for me before. It's a, uh, it's a trip. It's a trip. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I think he's a New Jersey native. Oh, he's a New Jersey woman. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my pick for this week. Is uh, look Contras. for him in the news. Oh, do you want me to go next? You got some stuff in. Yeah, you can go. All right. My recommend for this week, we're going more hip-hop because your boy loves the hippity and the hoppity. We're going Mad Child, who is a Canada native, and the album we're looking at this week is Lawnmower Man. Hmm. Lawnmower Man is one of his breakout albums after Dope Sick when he basically came back after falling off the deep end due to drugs and a lot of other stuff. So a lot of his uh, a lot of his songs kind of retain that like coming back and revitalizing and rebirth of I was something and I threw it all away and now I'm rebuilding. And it's got a, a really cool message to some of the songs while at the same time maintaining that really slick, mad child, like hungry little short man who just wants to get big. He's got a chip on his shoulder and you can hear it in like every fucking song. I really like that because um, I find when people overdo their like message of recovery and like everybody it, can, yep, it yep. gets to be a little much sounds and preachy been, yep. yeah uh, not just like preachy but it's um almost like um <laughs> it's like were you ever really an addict if you don't like use it to like oh this is my struggle and that's like can be a very positive like outlet for a lot of people yeah like macklemore is one of the like primo examples of their people who got sober listening to him because he's got a very like get over the lean message in some of his songs and uh he totally has that vibe in some of his songs like that get up like i threw my life away on drugs and i'm so lucky to be able to be back but at the same time he lays every track he throws out with that signature mad style a uh, mad child bite he's got the the punchlines where he's almost self-titled-esque in the like punchline 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 and he has a very very unique voice and voice is one of the few things that it's hard to train in hip-hop and it's really hard to find a good person with like that really unique voice that flavor and you can find a hundred like Wiz Khalifa lookalikes and soundalikes with that like little I'm too fly flow and a bunch of other like the money rappers and stuff. He comes through with this just like this angry little gremlin persona that is just like got his fucking grills on and he's ready to eat. And it's so refreshing to just like get that hunger that you lose in a lot of artists when they like make it big. Mm. So Lawnmower Man. Um, or even just... um like getting sober and coming back like a m&m's recovery yeah and like exactly i'll oh, make a stand i thought that song was just it like, was missing a lung it was it missing was just, a lung dude yeah. it was just he didn't have the fucking pressure when he came with it and that's why like a lot of people talk shit like m&m was better when he was on drugs and it's like that might be true brian from family guy said it best once time uh no dope no soul <laughs> and that's that's with uh, some artists that's super true yeah it's super true and don't want to like encourage people to like seek that out for through like drugs yeah, see, like, like seek nirvana through heroin yeah. and crack like a lot of times that uh takes your your edge completely away from like what you're doing or your capability even yeah it's it it can sand down what makes you unique too like you've i mean we've all seen people who've kind of lost their sparkle because they've dulled it with drugs and alcohol mm. but it's also like a, a like a spectrum like um 
you have uh, people recover and they bounce back. Yep. But then you also have people who recover and then they become, I am sober person now and this is my personality. I am reborn. This is my new addiction. Mm -hmm. It is preaching about this, doing this. I mean, you see people with like born again Christians and it's like, I got no problem with your belief, but some people take a hard left turn on their life at some point and can just really hard go like, this is the new me. Right. And it's, and it's, it's weird to see. It's better than death. It is better than death. Yeah, I, really I guess it's like some, some personality archetypes need that. Yeah. I everybody feel. needs a crutch. Like I'm a firm believer in that. Everybody out there has some kind of crutch that they use to get through the day. And whatever it is that keeps you alive and keeps you happy, more power to you, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, your, your album... Lawnmower Man by Mad Child. Uh, good ones to look out for are Prefontaine, um, which is absolutely hot. Named after, yes, the runner. Uh, <laughs> MST3K had this fucking gag about it. It was like, no, this is, is this pre Prefontaine or pre Post Prefontaine. Post Prefontaine. <laughs> I actually had a, um, in the style of Com Trues, I had mm-hmm. a, um, an alias I was working on just like I had a folder called post Madonna because you'd have <laughs> you've had the prima Donna yeah and I got the like, post Madonna uh, pr- like not even pre Madonna like prima Donna yeah fucking like pre Madonna yeah I, I understand and then Madonna and then post Madonna <laughs> <laughs> the other big one to look out on this track is Last Emperor it is absolutely fire I don't think Dungeon Dragon is on here it's a Nicki Minaj remix remix which I don't think he could actually release like a burner um, yeah, I think it was a burner, but he, he, he released it like in conjunction with this album, which Dungeon Dragon has his ex-girlfriend on it, and she is prime A1. He didn't beat her, did he? No, they just broke up. Mm. You know, but... Uh, I was Dungeon just saying Dragon that because of that XXX... Oh, fucking yeah. yeah. shit, yeah. I didn't, he didn't affect my life before, he's not going to affect my life now. Yeah, I didn't know even of him. I mean, I did, and I again, he didn't affect my life before. He didn't not gonna affect my life now. Mm. He wasn't a great person, and he wasn't a great rapper. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> the truth is on the table, right? I mean, I don't know. Like it's the same thing with like Chris Brown. Like, what you gonna do? He's a piece of shit. I don't have time for that. Right. I was never into Chris Brown. Never got the attraction of him, and like I well, thought I mean, it was like totally bogus. That I mean, you're a grown he, man. Of course, you don't understand Chris Brown. <laughs> he can, but like Chris you're Brown a white male is, over thirty. Yeah. Right. Like he's not. He's not. He's not singing to you. <laughs> that dude. That story is like a good five years old now. Like yeah. No, that's got to be older than that. Yeah. But that's not the only story about him either. No. Like he's kind of a piece of shit. My album. I don't even know if it's really much of an album. I, Preach it. What, what do you got? Okay. You were talking with me about this, but Coheed and Cambria's yes. The Dark Sentencer release. Oh, the one where it's like, oh, we could write like loves. Somebody on my Facebook feed put it like very well. It's like, oh, we could like write about love or experiences or stuff like that. It's like, no, we're going to write an album about a space prison. Well, like... <laughs> Previously, they had this overarching sci-fi because they're a, a rock opera band. I mean, they don't necessarily yeah, have lots of huge theatrics. Lots of themes, though. Yeah, but they have like a graphic novel for all their stuff, and like it tells an overarching story. Well, the band's based on an existing graphic novel. Well, it's their idea for the graphic novel. Like, really, Claudio I, I Sanchez's, wanted to say like they started his, it based his on his story an existing. Idea. Hmm. Okay, so 
they had that going then that cycle wrapped up and then their last album release from what i know was just like a a like a pop punk type album where it didn't have anything in relation really to that story arc at least if i'm recalling this correctly so i don't know if this one's picking up and starting a new one but i really didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) here's my album i hated it i it i mean it was it was two tracks the prologue was it was literally called prologue (laughs) and it was seven minutes i think let me get track time here it was a two-minute prologue, which was like a few synth notes, and then it was a man talking what would have been an opening scroll, and then the actual a little song, bit of Star Wars just doing the scroll. Where that's it definitely it the feeling they were going for, and then the actual song was like eight minutes long, and it had the elements of stuff that I enjoy from Coheed and like some chanting parts, but it was I, it just all didn't go together at so all wait, for me. This was more of a EP. Then yeah, but it's class. Like a- yeah, it's a it's a EP. I mean, okay. it sounds like it was two tracks. Yeah, yeah, but it it sucked. What was it? Less than twenty minutes. Yeah, it's an EP. It sucked. Okay, sorry, pass. Do you remember? <laughs> when- I usually like Coheen Cambria too. <laughs> Mel, uh, do you remember when Mel talked shit to me at Sad Boy Saturday for getting super hyped when a Favor House Atlantic by Coheed and Cambria came on? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, that was a I good was, song. it's a really good song by Ho- Coheed and Cambria. Big fan. We went to a gig called Sad Boy Saturdays where they basically spin yep. 2000s emo music. And they played uh, A Favorite House Atlantic, which is probably off one of Coheed and Cambria's better albums. Yeah, their earlier stuff was pretty good. I, like, they're a good band. And the I think really the only curb you ever get past is uh, Claudio Sanchez's vocals are on like the higher, higher end like he's not it's some false, iron maiden shit he's not yeah. falsetto it's, though, head, he? it's called head singing yeah it's um like uh he basically is falsetto though he's real high pitched oh shit especially when he started out the dude looked like a fucking grizzly bear oh yeah those beautiful <laughs> curls dude yeah he, he was, was like bulky, a sasquatch dude. yeah, yeah. He used to have, uh, he'd have his It was roadie, a rock band with Harry and the Henderson. He's have his roadie come on and take or put on his glasses in the middle of solo, depending on like what he needed at the moment. Sometimes he'd be like, come take my glasses. And he'd be like playing a solo and the roadie would come and take his glasses off so he could headbang. And then after he's done headbanging, a roadie would come and put his glasses back on for him. <laughs> so pre-Madonna, but like it was a pretty good show. I mean, he seems like a cool guy and I like a lot of the other stuff they've done but he's a singer right yeah singer and guitar guitarist. yes yeah. he is 100% like I am this band that is such a singer uh, archetype 100% yep. prima donna's man yep yep Ugh. they're the worst but you, like you're saying he's a head singer yeah they're like this really it's almost like nasally like you'd cut the fucking nasal passages off and you sing really high and yeah yeah, yeah you could definitely. go for that yeah yeah I'm sad you didn't enjoy your album. You could. Pick I mean, there call. there were a bunch of other ones. There was a bunch of other ones that I listened I to. That I that's fine. We can go to Emily. So on Saturday, uh, the Carters dropped an album out of nowhere. The get Carters. It, just get it right up Jay-Z in there. Jay Z and Beyonce together released the album "Everything Is Love." Did they call it the Carters? Yeah, released by the Carters. Because that's how he releases albums. It's like the Carter. Yeah, volume one, yeah. volume two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really like the so song the Ape Shit. So Is it the Carters? My... Do you have any background on the yeah, album? How about some, any, how about uh, some analysis? Yeah, what's the, some analysis? What's the just, track like? I don't like Beyonce enough to like actually follow her like that, but I think, well, it, good. I think it was interesting You get enough. a plus one from yes, me. You are not no, part of the beehive. I, no, yes, I, we like you. I appreciate her music here and there. I don't go out and listen to the album because it's Beyonce. But anyway, no, I've 
find it really interesting that they released this without anybody really knowing about it. Like, obviously... Well, Kanye's been so loud. How can you get anything out from fucking that that blast? um, No, but I I also love the song Ape Shit because the music video is really fucking cool. What's the music video like? They rented out the Louvre. Oh and yeah, you were telling me about they, this. Wow. Yeah, they rented out <laughs> the Louvre because they yeah, fucking can. That's the first can. thing I was thinking of. Yeah, because Just, they oh, fucking can, funny. and they filmed the entire, the entire music video in the Louvre with their like dance with their backup dancers and everything. And this is art, motherfucker. At least a third of it is uh, Jay Z and Beyonce just rapping in front of the Mona Lisa. I'm thinking of like just some dumb. French guy just being the fucking Americans, Americans on our art. <laughs> I bet they brought ketchup with them. <laughs> they actually call that American sauce. In, yeah, uh, in, ketchup, in, uh, they, in France, in, in Europe, apo- supposedly they dip their French fries in mayonnaise. True that. Nope. Ketchup is American bad. sauce. Saw it on sirens. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> my dad met when he was in France would come to his house and be like, "It's true, he has ketchup in his refrigerator." <laughs> And he'd be like, I put it on like hot dogs and burgers, like two foods, chill. Honestly, you sounded more like a Cassian from Rogue One than you did a Frenchman there. <laughs> My French accent is not so good. We all have to do despicable things. We have had to do despicable things for Jean-Claude Van Damme. I have done despicable things in the name of love. In the name of the love. <laughs> So the album is called what again? Everything is love. We're gonna have. Oh, to I thought to you, it was called now. the Carters. No, it's no, by it's the Carters. By the Carters. For the Carters. Oh, F- so they're calling their. It's FCBC. It's like Fubu, but for the Carters, by yeah. the Carters. Okay. They just put it out to compete with Kanye, being he just put one out. It's like, oh, we got a bunch of tracks, and that, that's probably how it, different no, I'm artists. Sorry, but if you if you have enough like background to like you rented out the fucking Louvre to make a music video and i don't think it's the only video they dropped but um that that takes some planning but i'm yeah i'm just really surprised that nobody in their fucking crew leaked anything like i want to know how much they get paid well to jay-z keeps the circle tight well yeah but i also want to know jay-z's a smart I also wanna, when you're involved I take a look at those uh, when you're involved in a project like that yeah. though if you do leak good luck getting hired again for real no and like i want to know what kind of uh, contract they sign out like i, want, I would and love I mean, to read that to he see moved almost a hundred thousand dollars in heroin before he got here yeah. he obviously knows how to keep the circle tree. <laughs> and like right after his statute of limitations he'll tell you all about that shit yep use the first hundred grand from selling crack to found the record label is not the show empire supposed to be about him or some shit I don't I'm know. Really I don't sure. really watch Empire, but I, I could I see it. I it's really fucking good, though. I mean, I've seen a couple episodes. It's all right. Um, it's it's really just like trying to farm the BET viewers. Like, let's make pro-black uh, fucking media. And it's like cater harder, I guess. But, I mean, I don't know. Everything's so targeted nowadays. You're just I mean, you got get, Game of Thrones. I mean, it really is. I mean... Not even that, like, even just, like, down to politics, man. Like, oh, yeah, like, you're you're going to get the echo chamber everywhere you go just because they, they know what you're doing. I actually had a interesting conversation with my father this week, just, like, talking about the Republican parties. Like, they are obviously just trying to pander to the white A little bit community. of uh, Father's Day talk? Uh, uh, no, this was actually during, like, the business week. Had, like, okay, a little okay. morning powwow, and he was, like, as a... Um, as a man in his late 60s who's been a, like a lifer Republican, he's just been like, yes, absolutely. Like, I see this. 
um, where I, I feel like the the Republican Party is almost like pandering so hard to the white community because to their voting base. Yeah, it's their voting base, and like they're going to just this extreme sense in order to almost like proliferate, like with the current Im- immigration policies. Yeah. It's like trying to oust that almost, so there just isn't that voting base even here. And that that is just dirty. It's, it's one of those things, though. In fifteen years, there will be enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, whites will not be the majority in the next thirty years. Aren't we already not close? We're, we're close. Very close. We're at the tipping point right now. But you give it another fifteen years, we're going to be the minority. And that's it's fine by me, man. Yeah, I, I don't really have a problem with that. If anything, we'll probably elect more social-minded leaders and honestly by that time there's going to be more people who are just racial mush yeah well that's the thing is eventually we'll fuck racism (laughs) out of (laughs) out of of the problems (laughs) like right give me all of them let's make some babies right and then let's have their babies make some babies and we're just going to be crazy mutts with only so much white supremacist inbreeding that you can get to before everybody's fucking before they're all european monarchy of Uh, what is that Uh, and shit i think we're already there (laughs) with a lot of those communities yeah yeah it's not exactly uh it's not all cersei and jamie lannisters out there that's why they need to ban marrying your first cousin in every state Good luck getting that passed in Alabama. That won't happen. Small community. I mean, Louisiana just banned fucking animals (laughs) on a previous episode. That is unconstitutional. (laughs) Animals don't have rights. Let me stick it in that sheep. (laughs) Just putting the foot down. Putting my foot down here right now. That contradicts my constitutional rights. All right. We're at a good hour and 40 here. I think it is time to call it. We're us. You're you. It's Radio Loud.